0: Amen. Well, we want to pick it up where we left off last time we were together with Cleopas and his friend who had gone back to Jerusalem from Emmaus so they could tell all of those gathered there what had just transpired. And you'll find this in Luke 24. Mm Mm-hmm. We just want to make sure that you're paying attention. (laughs) And we want to make sure that you're looking up these scripture references. So sometimes we want to catch you off guard. Those of some of us know that there are only 21 chapters in John. So there. (laughs) Luke 24. We're going to pick it up at verse 36. Let's, uh, in fact, I'm going to back it up uh, just a little bit to verse 33, just so you'll remember the context of this gathering. They got up, they being the two men who were en route from Jerusalem to Emmaus, who Jer- Jesus himself drew near to be with them. And as he did, uh, at dinner time, as they invited him into their home, he revealed himself to them. And so Jesus. Disappeared just as he had appeared. They got up, returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, now, keep in mind, as we see who all is assembled together, the Bible says they found the eleven. Well, John says later on that Thomas wasn't there with them. But those without Judas Iscariot, when they referred to these apostles that were there with Jesus all the time, they called them the eleven. And those with them, there were other people gathered, men and women, obviously assembled together. And while they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. Have you ever had a time? I know you have. Where you're studying the word of God and God shows up. Or maybe you're in a crisis situation and God intervenes. Or maybe it's just one of those cries for help that you put out over the prayer waves and God shows up. They didn't expect to see Jesus. Of all the people out there that they could encounter, they did not expect that encounter to be Jesus Christ. But Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus himself. I love the way the Greek puts that because, in other words, he didn't send an emissary, he didn't send an angel, he didn't send somebody that would be his spokesman for him. He showed up himself. He said, this is an important deal. I'm going to be all about this. So he stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. Now the Bible says they were startled and frightened. Would you be? Some people are startled and frightened when God answers their prayers. Much less appear to them personally there have been those close encounters with the God kind. And here is, this startled literally means terrified, and frightened means full of fear in your Greek language. So to help you understand it, they were absolutely petrified over the encounter with Jesus. They had heard it. Remember, the disciples had reported back what the women had seen, and they saw that Jesus was not there. That he was risen was still a point of uh, speculation to most of them. But here Jesus stood in their midst and was glad to be there. And then he said, peace be with you. He said that later on. Peace be with you. Twice, he tells them. Peace. Well, John 20, verses 19 through 21, puts it this way. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said that, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. We just saw where they were startled. They were frightened. They were scared half to death. They had no idea that Jesus would appear to them. And so this peace, they thought, how could that be? You see, when Jesus entered into Jerusalem, there was a different sense of peace in His presence they, they felt when, when Jesus entered into Jerusalem that they were on, on top of their game, on top of their agenda, their schedule was moving along at the pace that they expected it to do. They just didn't expect it to end at Calvary. And so here were these distraught disciples. They had heard the report. They still didn't comprehend what was going on. I mean, after all, at what time had a resurrection ever occurred? Never is the answer. And so, Isaiah 26, 3 says, God will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast or stayed on Him because they trust in you. Jesus said in John fourteen twenty-seven, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 16, 33, Jesus said, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus spoke these things the night before his betrayal. Jesus spoke these things prior to going out to the Garden of Gethsemane, or en route, at least. And there he is He is trying to help them understand, in this world you will have trouble. There is going to be trouble. And He's trying to help them understand that in just a few short hours He would be betrayed by none other than Judas Iscariot. He would be turned over to the the Romans and the soldiers would take Him before Pilate. And we know what happened there. It was a brutal scene. But He's saying to the disciples, don't let the world's activity unnerve you don't let the things that are transpiring here on planet earth completely discombobulate you don't allow it let my peace not as the world gives give I unto you this is not the absence of conflict throughout the world we have conflict we've always had conflict in the world since the beginning of man there's always been one person at least who has odds with one other person and sometimes takes it to a conflict standing. And so we have that in our world today. We've always had it. I don't think in my lifetime I can ever remember a time when we didn't have it. I was in elementary school when Khrushchev was beating his shoe on the table at the UN, saying, we will bury you. We remember those times. We remember these things. We remember the uh, turmoil that has uh, come across our landscape in America, much less in other countries. There have been wars. There have been rumors of wars. There have been famines and pestilences. There have been all of these things. And there is that possibility of an expanded war in Europe through Russia assault on Ukraine but what does Jesus say be afraid be very afraid he doesn't tell us that not as his followers he says peace I give to you not as the world gives give I unto you let not your hearts be troubled no don't let it be afraid I'm come to give you the assurances that I'm here with you And he told the disciples in that great commission, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of this age. I won't leave you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will always be with you. Wow. So he not only comes in peace, he comes in person. You know, here's something that you and I are going to have a hard time wrapping our minds around. Verse 37 says it this way, when they they were startled and frightened, thinking that they saw a ghost, he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your mind? Now, wait a minute. They had seen Jesus bring people back to life, and recently, before their trip to Jerusalem, they saw where he went to the tomb of Lazarus and called Lazarus forth. And un had the men to unbind his grave clothes or his wrappings so that he could be set free but then again Lazarus was resuscitated he wasn't resurrected he died again they had never seen anything like this as you saw in John there they were behind locked doors for fear of the Jewish leaders how in the world did Jesus get in there that was their question how did this happen well Jesus says why do you doubts arise in your mind look at my hands and my feet it is I myself I'm here representing me Jesus said I didn't send something else it's not my, it's not my spirit it's not my ghost it's my self. I'm here this is me and then he continues by saying, look at my hands and feet as myself touch me and see a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. There's substance, there's structure. Touch me. John would say in 1 John 1:1, these things we write unto you that and tell you relate to you, reveal to you the things that we know because we have seen and touched and handled the word of life spent 40 days with him after the resurrection off and on in certain periods of time showed himself alive to them Acts 1-1 says after many infallible proofs they actually had a chance to touch him to see the, the imprints that man left on his body but this was not a normal body It had no restrictions. 1 John 3, 2. In that day, we don't know what we'll be like, but we know this. We shall be like He is, for, the Scripture says, we shall see Him as He is. Whoa! You know, there have been times that you probably have butted your head against a wall and that day you'll go right through it (laughs) we can't comprehend what our eternal bodies are going to be like but we do know that it has substance and then Jesus says later on when he said this he showed them his hands and his feet and while they still did not believe because of joy what does that mean do you not believe because of joy the current translation would be they thought it was too good to be true are you kidding me they're looking at Jesus and they're thinking in their hearts he said it you just didn't understand it nor did we believe it but he said after the third day he would rise again oh now it's starting to come to some kind of point of clarity there's Jesus Jesus But you've got to be kidding me. And as Jesus, then He goes to that coup de grace when He said that He showed them His hands and His feet and while they still did not believe because of joy and amazement, Jesus knows your doubts, folks. He knows where you are limited in your belief. He knows when you have doubts. He knows when you have have concerns, we, we call it which Jesus says they're just pure doubts. You call them concerns, they're doubts. Then what Jesus, what does he do then? What are you eating? Well, uh, give me some fish. And so they gave him a piece of broiled fish. He took it and ate it in their presence. Why? Because if it was a ghost, it would have fallen to the floor. Right? The fish would be laying on the floor, but it wasn't. And I can just picture the disciples looking at his feet at the floor, waiting to see where the fish went. (laughs) Think about that. You know what you're going to look like one day? Here's the picture. No limits with time, space, or anything that we have restrictions today then he said to them this is what I told you while I was still with you everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses wounded hands and feet he would show Thomas his side we're going to pick him up next time we're together there was he said touch me and see flesh and bones I'm physical now we know that the the corruptible the body cannot inherit the incorruptible we know that these bodies of ours will not be the same as you see here some of you say amen you know <laughs> not going to be any restrictions on us i i just can't wait those loved ones that have trusted Christ Jesus as their lord and savior that have preceded us into heaven are enjoying and experiencing that eternal body even as we speak and jesus is giving you a brief uh preview as to what that's going to look like well while cleopas and his friends were still talking about their experience there was jesus Mark 16, verse 14 says, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen Him after He had risen. Hmm. Jesus is going to rebuke those of you that have tried to witness to others that still will not believe in Jesus. Because you have experienced Him. You have encountered Him. In your Bible study, Jesus said, when two or three are gathered together in my name, I'll be there with them. In your family gathering of fa- family in Christ, when you gather together for worship, for praise, for adoration, for Bible study, for the proclamation of the Word, Jesus is here. He in- we encounter Him when we're looking for Him. Sometimes we encounter Him when we're not looking for Him. Sometimes, like with this gathering of disciples, he shows up when he's least expected. They didn't expect him, obviously. They certainly didn't expect him to walk through a locked, closed door. Nor did they expect anybody else. Now, what are your expectations of Jesus? Not only does he appear to us in peace, he appears to us in person but he appears to us also in power, in power. Down in verse 49, Jesus said, I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. That explosive power, that dunamis, that dynamite power. You see, Jesus is not going to commission us or call us to do anything without empowering us to do just what he's asked us to do so many people that we talk about uh, that we talk to tell us you know if i could just do something or if i could just d- figure out what the lord wants me to do and then other people were saying i think i know what the lord wants me to do i just don't feel like i'm qualified to do that god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the call. And to that extent, he is calling you and me to be his witnesses, which is his plan A, and there is no plan B. All power in heaven and on earth is given unto me, Jesus says. Therefore, go ye therefore into Jerusalem, in Judea, the uttermost parts of the earth. You shall be my witnesses, Jesus said. All power in heaven and on earth is given unto him. Matthew 28, 18. And so you know that. You have received that. And so the power of Jesus, that resurrected Son of God, the Messiah, is here today. And He desires to empower you and me to perform whatever it is that He's called us to do. Wow. So don't go out there uh, with any kind of false humility Or don't go out there sheepishly. Go out there in power because you are empowered by Jesus Christ. And as He has empowered you, He is present with you every step of the way. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of this age. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you, He says. I'll be there with you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. There's no place on the face of this earth That the presence of God is not there. He's everywhere. He is omnipresent. All power. We cannot be followers of Jesus in our own power. So here the disciples have been enjoined by Jesus at this particular time. And when he comes in, when he comes into our lives, when he comes into our church family, when he comes into our Bible study group. When he comes into our biological families, he comes in peace. And he comes bringing peace to all those who believe in him as their Lord and Savior. And then secondly, he comes in person. He's there. He asks, why are you troubled? And why do your doubts rise in your mind? Did I not say I would be with you always? So he spent almost six weeks or over six weeks actually with the disciples trying to help them understand his promises do you know him have you trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior he comes in power I'm going to send you what my father has promised Terry stay in the city until you have been endued clothed with power from on high do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Have you trusted Him? Today is a ceremony, that, um, a service, uh, observance, if you will, that we have the first Sunday of each month. And it is the Lord's Supper. But the Bible tells us to prepare our hearts and minds for this Lord's Supper. That let each and every one examine himself, herself, before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. As we have gone through this Easter season, we understand that these two elements, the bread, the juice, is the uh, symbol of the blood and the body of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross for your sins and for mine. We don't deserve to be here. We don't merit it. We don't earn it. It's not your right, it is grace that has been bestowed upon us through His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, by faith in Him. And we invite anyone who has trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to participate in this event. But before we do, hear the video, prepare your hearts for this time together. Would you lead us in prayer, please, sir? Would you join me in prayer, please? Father, we come to you confessing our unworthiness of the sacrifice that you gave to us. We remember that you were tortured and torn apart for our good the innocent one dying for the guilty. We remember that now, and we just praise you for that. We praise you that you loved your sheep, and we can thank you for that by helping those around us to find that same peace. We just praise you now, and thank you for your sacrifice. The Bible says... For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. that the Lord Jesus, on the night that He was betrayed, took bread, and when He had given thanks, He broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Bob, would you lead us in prayer? We prepare to take of the cup of life. May we always remember that it's the blood of Jesus shed for our sins in remission for us so that we can have eternal life and have it abundantly. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, In the same way, after supper he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He returns. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you've never trusted Christ, I'll be here at the front to pray with you about that. I'll be here to talk to you about your public profession of faith or baptism. Maybe you're looking for a church home. You're looking for a family a church family that you can worship the Lord and serve Him with. We have a great place here. Would you stand with us as we sing the hymn of invitation? I'll be here at the front to pray with you about any decision the Lord lays on your heart.